0: Welcome to Sweetheart Soul Sessions Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea. I'm a natural-born clairvoyant and empath, an intuitive life coach as well as a Reiki practitioner and a Ho pono pono facilitator. I'm here to help you align your chakras, develop your intuition, but most importantly, live a sweeter life. It's all happening right here on Sweetheart Soul Sessions podcast. Hey, sweetheart, and thank you for joining me here again on Sweetheart Soul Sessions podcast. I hope that you are enjoying all the episodes that you've listened to and that you're recommending them to any friends and family members that you feel would benefit. On today's episode, I want to talk about something that we all do and we may not even realize that we're doing it. I want to talk about emotional suppressing and emotional numbing. Now, some of you might be familiar with these terms. You might know what that is. But I don't think that a lot of people realize, like in their daily life, as they're going to work or running errands or taking care of family or whatever they're doing, hanging out with people, I don't think that they realize when they actually are in the act Of emotionally suppressing or emotionally numbing. I think it's something that is a reflex response. It's something that we just end up doing. And then when we think about it, when we sit and think about it, we realize, oh my gosh, that makes total sense that I've been doing this. But what does that look like day to day? What does that look like when we're actually in the act of suppressing our emotions or numbing our emotions? And I did not view myself as an emotional number up until literally today. Literally today. Now, I'm going to start by saying this I haven't colored my hair in two months, okay? And I know this doesn't seem like it even is in the same realm or category of what we're talking about, but I promise you I'm going to take you on the scenic route to bring you back to the town square, okay? So bear with me on this. But I haven't colored my hair in 2 months, and if you know me personally, you know that that's a long time, right? I always I've had my hair every single color under the sun, and I enjoy coloring my hair. It's creative expression. However, a couple of months ago I realized that I was not enjoying it anymore. It actually was giving me anxiety. Um, And there were a couple colors that I had that I didn't like. And it cost me money to fix them. And it was very time consuming. So I just kind of said, I'm going to take a break from doing this. But last night, I started to think about coloring it again. So today, I was driving out to the beauty supply place. And um. You know, just as we do as human beings, when we're driving somewhere, or we're just doing something kind of monotonous, sometimes memories and thoughts will float to the surface, right? And I guess you could call it daydreaming or being in a, you know, a daze or whatever. Um, autopilot. Well, my autopilot was bringing up a lot of stuff today. It was bringing up a lot of memories, a lot of things about people and places and things you know, from the past. And, um, I stopped myself over and over and over again from continuing down that memory lane. So like somebody's face would pop up in my mind and I'd be like, well, I don't want to think about that person right now. And I would choose a different thought, which sounds healthy, right? It sounds like, well, why would you want to think about things that are upsetting? Or why would you want to think about things that are irrelevant? But most of the time that is a healthy thing, right? To choose a better thought, choose a healthier thought, choose a happier thought. But in this case, it wasn't so much that I was doing that. It was, it was more like an emotional tennis racket. And I was just kind of like firing those memories and those thoughts right back where they came from, but they kept resurfacing. So that's the difference between choosing a, a healthier or happier thought and when you have a memory that continues to surface over and over again and is persistent, there's a difference, right? That memory or that emotion or that person is popping back up in your mind over and over and over again because there's something that you need to know about that. And so I was in the process of emotionally numbing and emotionally suppressing when I stopped and said, whoa, like, I'm in the act of emotionally suppressing right now. I'm in the act of of emotionally numbing. And I didn't even realize that I was doing it. I just was pushing those thoughts, pushing those images, pushing those feelings out of my mind and, and essentially back down into my solar plexus, which is where all of our stuff lives, guys. All of your stuff lives in your solar plexus chakra, which is in your midsection, okay? So... Being a clairvoyant person, being an intuitive person, sometimes I'll think of someone because I need to get in touch with them. Sometimes it is not uncommon for me to dream about somebody and then I'll wake up and have a text message from them or I'll, I'll hear somebody's name over and over and over again, everywhere I go, whether I'm in the store or I'm at work or I'm answering an email, uh, like the same name will keep popping up over and over and over again. And maybe it's somebody that I know. It's the name of somebody that I know. And a lot of times that's the universe speaking. You know, the universe repeats itself until you listen. The universe, thank God, is very patient with us right it will tell you over and over and over again what you need to know until eventually we realize oh that's what you meant <laughs> and so um i think that's what was happening now obviously people that have ptsd and people that have you know uh traumatic memories are not going to be very happy with those thoughts and those feelings resurfacing. Obviously, people that are in those situations and I and I have been in those situations. I I I'm not going to you know stand on a mountaintop and herald that I have PTSD, but there have been situations in my life, you know, over the past couple of years that I think um I definitely have a trauma response to thinking about those memories and thinking about those situations. Um, and I do have triggers. So when those things pop up, we do want to push them back down. We do want them to go away. We don't want to go back there. Because the mind, right, the mind is such a powerful thing. The mind can, can take you wherever you let it take you. If it grabs you by the hand and you say, okay, where are we going? I mean, it can take you down, down that, that rabbit hole into a lot of different emotions and feelings that you have put, you know, put away for the time being. I think sometimes emotional numbing and emotional suppressing can actually be a, uh, a, um, a self-care tool, you know, it can actually be a, 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 um, a coping mechanism. And so if you're dealing with, with any of those things, you know by all means you know you please please work work those things out in the way that you feel is part of your highest and greatest good um and i am by no means saying oh let's let's just you know take your worst memories and thoughts and feelings and bring them to the surface and let them stay there that's not what i'm saying what i'm saying is i was actively suppressing or trying to numb these memories and emotions and people and, and things that, that from my past that were just kind of floating up to the surface, like an emotional buoy, you know, in the lake of my mind. And I just kept trying to drive my boat around it. And I realized, hold on a second. These, these memories and these ones in particular are not traumatic. They're just memories. They're just memories of things and, and people. And so as they were surfacing in my mind and I'm like, no, I don't want to think about that person or no, I don't want to think about that, that situation or no, I don't want to think about it. I was swatting it out of the way. I stopped and said, hold on. Maybe the reason that this is popping up and it, and it continues to pop up when I'm on autopilot is because the universe again is speaking. And maybe it's being persistent because I'm not listening. So I just was amazed at myself that I, as I was pulling into the parking lot of the beauty supply place, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm in the process of suppressing these memories and these these things that apparently want to come to the surface for some reason. So, if you have this happen to you where you're like, "Okay, so like let's say that you had a relationship that had ended, okay years ago and and maybe it's not even years ago like it could be a couple months ago, you know, you fill in the blanks to fit your to fit your life, but let's say you had a relationship that ended, and for some reason, you know that person keeps popping up into your mind." Or, or you keep hearing that person's name or you keep seeing that person's name everywhere you go. It's enough to make you crazy because you're like, oh, I don't want to think about this person. I don't want to think about this. I, I want to move forward with what I'm doing. I don't want to be bothered by old memories. I don't want to be bothered by old events. All of that is irrelevant in my life right now. But the universe is saying, is it really though? Is it really irrelevant? Because if it was totally irrelevant, it wouldn't still be in your archives of your mind. And we certainly wouldn't be taking these folders and these files out of your memories and opening them opening them up every chance we get if it was irrelevant. So that leads me to my next thing is, so sometimes emotional numbing is helpful. Sometimes it's a coping mechanism, especially if it's a trauma, a, a trigger or a trauma response. Absolutely. You sometimes um Sometimes we have to push those emotions away and we have to push those memories away and we have to make a different choice. We have to say I'm choosing to forget this right now for my own health and well-being. But if these are just like friendships that are no longer or events that have passed that you know you're just thinking about or times that you've grown or lessons you've learned or any of those things and they just they pop up from time to time but they're persistent those are going to be harder to push back down again. Again, I like to call them like emotional buoys or memory buoys where they just, you know, they're floating around there and they cannot be pushed below the surface. You can, like I said, you can try to drive your boat around them, but they're still there. You may choose to sail in a different direction, but every time you look back, there they are. So and. Eh, how how can these memories and how can these things actually be of benefit to us? That that was my next question. After I was like astounded that me, Andrea, I'm I'm emotionally numbing and I'm emotionally suppressing, and I didn't even realize I was in the act of doing it. I was just like, no, I don't want to think about that. No, I don't want to think about that. After I got over that amazement, I started to think, okay, all right, you know. What does this mean? And inevitably, the conclusion that I've come to, and it's different for everyone, your memories are popping up for a reason that is all your own. But I can assure you, let me just start by saying this, I can assure you that the reason that your memories are popping up, the reason that when you're trying to push them away or push them back down, that they keep popping back up, uh, is because there is something about them. That you need to see or know, maybe there was something you missed, maybe you didn't fully process it maybe um it, it's just like like when you store things, right, you store things in a storage unit or somewhere, and you. You don't need those things for a long time. I mean, they still belong to you, right? You're still paying for the storage unit. You're still attached to it energetically. But after a while, there's going to come a time that you have to go to that storage unit and the universe is going to open up that, that, that garage door and it's going to show you all of those things that you put in that storage unit that you didn't want to deal with at the time. And so I feel like that's kind of maybe what was happening with me was that, you know, there are some things that I just put away in storage emotionally and energetically because I didn't have the capacity or the knowledge or the wisdom to deal with them at that time. I just kind of pushed them aside. And when that storage, that emotional storage unit opens up and you have to walk in there and you start, you know, looking through old things, you, you might be overwhelmed at first. You may say, listen, I can't sort through all of this stuff. I don't even know if I can have a yard sale for all of this stuff. Like you may you may be thinking that. You may open up that storage unit and say, okay, this can go to storage wars because I don't want anything in here. Um, but when you go in and you start to look around a little bit, you have to come to terms with the fact that those items in there, those emotional things, those memories and those people in those places and all of the things that make you who you are today have actually served a purpose. And I, I, I'm i coming to terms with that now is that I think these, these memories are surfacing because I have to fully process and release them. And only when we fully process and release our memories that we've put into storage, are we truly free. And it is healthy to choose a different emotion or a different memory. But it's even healthier when you when you feel strong enough to come to terms with something that you've put into emotional storage, it's even healthier to be able to bring that back to the surface and say, okay, this is what happened. This is how I feel about it. This is how I felt about it. And compare who you were then to who you are now. And then to set that item free. Because the thing about emotional suppressing and emotional numbing guys is that it's just that it's a, you're putting all of these things into storage and when you put them into storage they still belong to you they still exist somewhere right they're not truly in the past if you still have ownership of them if you're taking ownership of them When you allow these memories to come to the surface and you look at them and you say, okay, what are you trying to tell me? What am I supposed to know about this? Then and only then are you able to say, I don't own this emotion anymore. I'm done with it. I no longer have use for it. And you set it free. Now, when it comes to like traumatic emotions, traumatic memories, PTSD, Any of those things that are triggery to you, which we all have those, right? Some of us more than others. Those memories, I would say, are not like in a storage unit. For me, and I don't know if you can relate to this at all, but for me, those memories are in like a safe deposit box somewhere stored deeply into the bank of my existence, you need like a fingerprint to get in. You need a key. You need your eye, your pupil scanned. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 a it's a high security vault where I keep those traumatic memories and uh, and uh, emotions. And the reason that doesn't sound good, right? That's like, well, why would you why would you want to protect those emotions? Why wouldn't you want to give those away? Why wouldn't you want to send those on a balloon up into outer space? Like goodbye. It's because I can't, I don't want that vault opened. I'm not, I don't feel energetically or emotionally strong enough to allow for some of those memories even to come out at all. So when the time is right and when I feel ready, I'll, I'll go into that vault and I'll choose what I want to take out and what I want to come to the surface and just a side note, if you're somebody that's dealing with with stuff like that, where you have triggery emotions or you have memories that are not so great and they're traumatic to you, <clears throat> you can you can envision putting them in your own little vault and locking them away and saying, and if they surface, say, nope, this is in the vault, this is tucked away, this is locked far away, and you, you need a it's a high security sort of system. And I'm, we're not ready to deal with this yet. And we're putting it away. It, it has, it's not to say that you won't ever get rid of it. You probably will. But you need to do it when you feel strong enough to do that. Strong enough emotionally and strong enough energetically. And here's a hint. If that memory or event or person is still triggering you, you're not, you're not ready. You're not ready for it to come out of the vault yet it's when you can talk about it or you can think about it without it sending you into you know a, a downward spiral or into chaos it, when it when it stops doing that you're ready to to allow it to kind of come out and to sort through it and then eventually let it go um i do want to say that that if you had i just want to say if you had a um Let's say you had some sort of jewel or some sort of, because I'm thinking of like these movies that you watch where people, there's things locked away in a secret box. Oh, actually, you know what I was thinking about? Harry Potter. <laughs> For those of you that, oh, this is a side note also, um, I I didn't know the Harry Potter series until just recently. Like I knew of them, but I hadn't actually sat down and watched all of the movies until just recently. So, a lot of the references that I'm making are Harry Potter references because now I'm like I actually know what that's all about now. But I I and please forgive me if you're like very if you speak fluent Harry Potter, I apologize. Um, for my muggle speak or like my inability to remember all of the details. But I think it might have been in the fur. No, the, it's the sorcerer's stone. Um, that might be the first one. It's either the first or the second. Please forgive me. But the sorcerer's stone, I can hear a lot of you correcting me right now. And it's good. It's fine. <laughs> it's um but the sorcerer's stone right there's there's a stone that's in this like safe deposit box like totally locked away and the stone is very powerful and I'm not going to tell you why in case like you're like me and you have waited all of these years to watch Harry Potter I don't want to give any spoilers but the 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 stone is very powerful and so like it was locked away for a long time because it wasn't it didn't need to come out it wasn't it wasn't needed and if anybody would have taken this stone out of this, like, under lock and key beforehand, prematurely, it would have been total, a total shitstorm. So that's exactly what I'm talking about with our emotions is if you pretend that these emotions and these traumatic memories and things like that are like the sorcerer's stone and you put them in a little drawstring bag and you throw them into the vault and you lock that away and you say, listen, I'll deal with this when it's time. But if I deal with this any sooner than that, it's just chaos for me. And I'm choosing to be better to myself and I'm choosing the healthier and the happier choice which is just to keep this locked away now you may go to energy healers and you may go to therapists that say that that's not healthy that you have to bring these things to the surface and you have to deal with them and you have to diffuse the bomb but this is just what works for me. And undoubtedly, there's going to be some people listening to this that this also works for you, where you say, yeah, that does work for me to pretend that I'm putting this under lock and key and to just keeping it in the vault. And anytime it surfaces, I say, no, I, I, this is under lock and key. I'm not, I'm not there yet to deal with this. But for all of the other miscellaneous things, past friendships, past relationships, maybe former work environments and and um just situations you've been in, arguments you've had with people, um anything, and it could be good stuff too, who knows. Whatever chooses to fill up your storage unit. A lot of the things in the storage unit are it's just clutter. It's just your emotional clutter things that you think about that, you know, you might cringe if you think about yourself from 10 years ago. You might say, oh my God, I don't even know that person anymore. I can't believe that I wore that, or I can't believe that I said that, or I can't believe that I believed that. Um, And and that's the stuff that fills up your storage unit. And um, it dawned on me today as I was driving to the beauty supply place to get creative with my hair again, fingers crossed, it works out. But I I just realized that I'm like, here I am with this, with this energetic emotional tennis racket. And I'm just trying to ping pong these emotions back where they came from. And these, these thoughts and things like that. And this is not what the universe is asking me to do. The reason that these memories and these, the 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 friends and relationships and things that I was thinking about in my mind and, and actually some of them are more than 10 years ago. I mean we could go back 20 years. We could go back 25 years. I mean really like some of that stuff that was popping up. I'm like why am I even thinking about this. And it's like, because there's still some sort of emotional attachment or some sort of emotional and energetic cord that I have with these people, places, and things, all of the nouns. I mean, truly. And so I'm sure that you're in the same boat in some way, shape, or form and you're driving that boat around that buoy and you don't want to look at it. You don't want to be faced with it. You don't even want to, you know, and especially if it's a relationship or a friendship or someone or something that you're like still pissed off about, you still harbor anger or whatever. You're, you're especially going to be like, Oh, I don't want to deal with this. Why am I thinking about this? Why am I thinking about that? And so I think, it's very helpful to look at it from a place of compassion and look at it through a different perspective. What that person did or what they said or what they didn't do or what they didn't say, it, it is still affecting you in the here and now. And you have the ability when that memory surfaces to say, what do you, what is it that the universe is speaking? You know, what, what is the universe saying? How is it speaking to me through this? And maybe it's telling you that there's something that you want. Maybe it's telling you that there's something you need. Maybe it's telling you that it's time to let go of anger. Maybe it's telling you that you're still in love with someone. Maybe it's time to let that person go even though you love them still. Maybe it's time to feel better about yourself in realizing that maybe you're not the same person you used to be maybe it's to look at all the growth that you've had maybe it's to remind you of something happy that happened and that you can find that same happiness again even though things are different now who knows what message the universe is sending to you but i know that if we continue to play emotional tennis back and forth we're not going to win. Those memories and things are still going to pop up. The thoughts of this person is still going to pop up. And let's just say that you're thinking about someone or something that you, I'll just use this example. Let's say that there's somebody that you like, right? Let's say that you're single or whatever and, and there's somebody that you like and their face keeps popping up in your mind and you're like, no, I could never talk to this person or no, I, I I I don't know how this person feels about me. And but their name their name keeps popping up, their face keeps popping up over and over and over again to the point that you're like trying to emotionally numb your feelings or trying to emotionally suppress it and you just can't. Maybe it's time to, to embark. Maybe it's time maybe that's the universe's way of saying, Hey, either reach out to this person and know for sure how they feel about you, or maybe maybe it's time to reach out even further and actually find that type of relationship that you're looking for. Or find the love that you know you deserve. Maybe it's time to do that. Well, one thing I know about the universe, guys, and I know this from doing so many sessions over the past 10 years, is that the universe is not always literal. You know, you could be thinking of someone's face, but it doesn't have it might not have anything to do with that person in particular. It might have to do with the way that that person makes you feel. If you, if somebody's face keeps popping up in your mind and this person just pisses you off to no end, that, that might be the universe's way of not messing with you, not just trying to provoke you, but maybe telling you that it's time to not choose anger anymore. Maybe it's time to choose a different emotion Maybe it's time to say, I'm not going to let this person have this energetic power over me and they, no matter what they do, it can't piss me off because they don't have that kind of control over me. Maybe that's what the universe is trying to say. It's not trying to tease you. It's trying to teach you. So only you will know what that answer is and you'll know because it'll, it'll make you feel good inside. It'll make it, it'll feel Right? Whatever that answer is. So huh, that's what I know about driving to the beauty supply place today, guys. See, this is the life of an empath. It's exhausting, right? Just something very menial as just like a a daily errand. And <laughs> this is the thought process that stems from it. But anyway, I hope that you gained a little bit of um enlightenment or some sort of enrichment in your life by listening to this episode maybe it gave you a little spark of inspiration Um, that's always the intention guys is to make you think about things to change your perspective and to let yourself out of the self-imposed prisons that we all put ourselves in Um, but either way I hope that you guys continue to stay close to anything and everything that keeps your heart sweet and I will talk to you next time Just a sweet little disclaimer for all of you that listen to Sweetheart Soul Sessions. If you're dealing with heavy emotions like anxiety, depression, panic, trauma response, or PTSD, or anything like that, please do not hesitate to reach out to a counselor or to an energy healer or to your doctor or anybody else that you feel could help you process the emotions that you're feeling and get you the help that you need. Nothing that is said on Sweetheart Soul Sessions is a replacement for that. And I think everybody knows that, but I just want to say there is no shame in getting the help that you need if you need to do so. And hopefully, sweetheart sessions, sweetheart soul sessions will be here to inspire you and to help complement that along your journey. If you're still craving some sweet inspiration, Go on over to Facebook and type in Sweetheart Soul Sessions and feel free to join our group. Until next time, sweethearts.